It's me, Shannon Fiedler, and I'm so excited to be here. It is my favorite time of year. It is the holiday season officially, and that makes me so happy because just like other girls, I love the holiday time. I love being basic about it and doing all the fun holiday activities and traditions, so I'm happy to be here. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving, got to enjoy some time with family or friends or time by yourself, which honestly sounds really nice too. Got to eat some good food, did a little shopping. Obviously, the sales are overwhelming. All of the shopping that we did, it's all about gift giving, right? And so I wanted to talk a little bit about gift giving this week because I love gift giving. I do. And it's the season for gifting. I like giving gifts all year round. I, I'm always looking for a reason to give a gift, uh, whether it's someone's birthday or, you know, something you see something just because and you think of someone and you give them a gift, whatever that is. I, I love giving gifts, but obviously the time to do it, the most exciting time and the time that it's on everybody's mind is right now. I love giving gifts and I take a lot of pride in, I think I'm a pretty good gift giver. I think I have unlocked some of the secrets as to what makes a good gift and why people like to receive it. And I think I've spent a lot of time honing the skill of being a good gift giver and paying a lot of attention to gifts that I've received that I've really thought went above and beyond the sort of typical gift that you would receive and thinking about why I love those gifts and, and why it was so fun to receive them. So if you haven't guessed from this little preamble, I can say pretty definitively that gift giving is probably my love language. Now, for those of you who don't know, or if you're kind of familiar with, but not totally sure, the love languages are some sort of psychological science. I don't really know. I should have done more research probably, but I don't know where they came from, but they are pretty eminent in, in pop culture. So I'm, I'm very aware of them, but there's basically five love languages and it is how you either express love or like to have love expressed to you. And so one is gift giving. The others are acts of service. So that is doing something for someone like if you clean the dishes for your spouse or if you pick your friend up from the airport, that is an act of service. Quality time is a third and that is exactly what it sounds like. It's spending quality time with someone. Um, physical touch, obviously exactly what it sounds like. Uh, that's hugging, that's cuddling, holding hands, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then the fifth is words of affirmation, which again, pretty much what it sounds like, but saying to someone, I love you, or wow, you did a great job at this, or just expressing things verbally. I, I, I have found in myself and in my friend's family, I don't think it's often that the love language that you use to express your own love is the same one that you uh, that you like receiving in, re in return. Basically, what I'm saying is gift giving for me is such a a strong way that I like to express that I love someone, that I care about them, that I have paid attention and thought about what I, you know, want to gift them for a holiday or something. But I actually, I don't love receiving gifts. <laughs> In fact, I find, sometimes I find getting gifts to be a really awkward experience. And 
I think it's just like very, like it's so uncomfortable when somebody hands you a gift and then they just stare at you and they're like, open it, let me see. And they're waiting for your reaction. And you know, when you're a little kid and you open up Barbie's Malibu dream house, you are so excited by that, that you have that sort of like, oh my God, no way, thank you, reaction. And that is so fun as a gift giver to see someone have that reaction. But I think, you know, as you get older, there are fewer things in life that can make you have this sort of fangirl reaction. But somehow it feels like that's still what's expected. Like a good gift will give you that reaction. So you sort of have to like put on this show, even if you love the gift, even if you get something that you have been dreaming of and hoping for and wishing for, you're not going to start jumping up and down and screaming usually unless it's, you know, truly amazing and special. So you have to like over hype your excitement so that it feels like it matches the excitement that you actually feel. It's this very weird thing. And then like, when do you stop saying thank you? It's a weird thing. So as much as I love to give gifts, I don't really like receiving them. I I prefer giving them. And I'm not saying this because I think I am like this incredibly selfless wonder. Oh, I would much rather give than receive, which is true. But I think part of it is, is just how awkward it is to receive a gift. Like even as a professional actress, I find it challenging to believably commit to this faux excitement. Again, even if you are really excited about the gift you're getting, it just feels like everyone's eyes are on you and Anyway, that's how I feel about gift giving and and receiving gifts. But because we are in the month of December, which just so happens to be the season of giving, I feel like I am really in a place to shine where I feel like my love language is one that can have a little extra sparkle and shine to it. And I think one of the things that makes a good gift is it's the most trite saying that I could say in an episode about gift giving, but I firmly believe it is the thought that counts. And I know that that sounds very like, well, no duh, Shannon, we've all watched a Christmas movie, but I mean it, I mean it in that not just the fact that you thought to get someone a gift or that you remembered what I judge a gift by is how much thought went into realizing, wow, this is the perfect gift for this person. So I I have never been a big believer in gifting people something that they need. I always get frustrated, like if you ask someone, you know, oh, is there anything you want for Christmas? Or if you're talking about like, oh, what should I get so-and-so? And the answer is, well, I don't need anything. Or God, they they don't need anything. And My point is, I don't think gifts should be something that you need because to me that that didn't take a tremendous amount of thought that I want to think about something that this person that I am giving a gift to doesn't even know that they want something that they will be so excited to receive because it never occurred to them that they would receive it. To me, the best gift you can give is something that that person would never buy themselves. So that can be anything from something like really small 
to something really big. And there are certain things that like I see in the store that I think are cute and maybe they even cost like, you know, five, $10, but I'm like, this is like a weird thing for me to buy myself. So bad example. I love penguins. If I see a cute stuffed penguin in a store, I'll be like, wow, I'd really like that, but I'm not going to buy myself a stuffed penguin. I'm 30 years old. I already have like seven in my apartment. Like I don't need more, but if someone saw that and was like, wow, I think Shannon would really like this. Let me pick it up for her. That level of thought of they took something that they know about me, that they've paid attention and they thought, oh, I want to, I want to get this for her to show her that I care. And I think that is why gift giving to me feels like such a, a great way to express how much you care about someone. To me, it is a form of listening. Because I think a lot of times, if you give a good gift, it means that you paid attention. You noticed little details that this person, or hints, not even hints that they dropped knowingly, but you've noticed things about them. You've paid attention to them because they are important to you. So even something as simple as the holidays come around or it's someone's birthday and you know their favorite candy because you've heard them talk about it or you were out with them once and they're like, oh, I'm going to pick up Swedish fish and you can get them Swedish fish. The reason that that gift feels so great to receive is because there's that moment of, wow, you really know me. You really pay attention to the things that I like, the things that interest me. And you took it one step farther and thought, what would make Shannon happy to receive? And you got that gift. So it really has nothing to do with how much something costs, which again, you guys are like, yeah, we've seen Christmas movies. We know that it's not about money, like the Christmas Carol, Scrooge, we get it. But I guess what I'm saying is sometimes I think the best gifts can seem as like, oh, like my boyfriend got me this like really expensive bracelet and that's nice. That's lovely. Far be it for me to turn down nice jewelry. I will always say yes to that. But sometimes I think it's the smaller gifts that actually end up meaning a lot more, that you keep around, that you, that you attach a little bit more meaning to. And so, like I said, for me, it really is about paying attention to people, um, thinking about, okay, I, I know that they love X or Y thing. How can I turn that into a gift and getting them something that they, they wouldn't have bought themselves? Which brings me to, you know, here I am talking about, oh, I'm, I love giving gifts. I'm such a great person. Let me tell you about my toxic trait. My toxic trait is that I, if someone is going to give me a gift, I want them to be able to read my mind. And <laughs> I've realized that I do this to Pat all the time and I feel bad about it, but I can't stop it. What it is, is I want him to get me something that I really want or will love or will be amazed at, but I don't want to tell him what that is. Because to me, if I say I want this or I want something like that, then where was the thought? Where was this feeling of, oh, I figured it out for myself. I thought of something Shannon would really like. Same thing with my parents. They've asked me like a million times. They're like, what would you like for Christmas this year? And my answer is, if I tell you, then it's not a gift. This is a highly toxic behavior that I am trying to shake myself of 
um, I'm having little to no success. So for anyone in my life who ever gets me in a secret Santa or happens to be related to me and has to buy me a gift, I'm sorry in advance that I have um, unrealistic expectations and that I don't make it easy for you. Know that it's coming from a place of love, though. And I'm sorry to frustrate you in that I wasn't able to give you any kind of list of things that I might like to receive for Christmas. So, again, this is this is me having ha having the self-awareness to know that what I'm doing is stupid. I also think that another thing I do that is problematic when it comes to gifting is because I like this idea of, oh, I really know you or I want to get a good reaction out of you. I want like a big smile or a big laugh from you opening the gift, I can go like way too in on a gag gift and not necessarily a gag gift, but something that has truly no use because that moment of opening it will be fun. So this is, this is where I'm trying to figure out how to strike the balance between like getting a gift that feels totally like surprising and something you wouldn't buy yourself and something that really says, I know you and I listen to you, but hopefully something that will have at least a little bit of use in the coming months, years, heck, sometimes even days. I get this trait from my mom. Um, my mom is an expert gift giver. She's always given the best gifts um, and I've stolen some of them. <laughs> she has like, you know, gifts that she always gave to family members when they got engaged, like my cousins. And when my friends started to get engaged, I just took those gifts and started giving them out to my friends. Like I just, I love the thought and detail that she puts into gifting. And together we are a nightmare because we will go so over the top. So I'm an only child my whole life. You know, mom and I bought gifts for my dad and my dad and I bought gifts for my mom together. And my mom and I would just like have these field days of thinking of these fun over the top things that my dad would love that would get this amazing reaction on Christmas morning. And then by February, it was like, why did we buy this? It is so useless. So like, for example, my dad went through a phase where he was really into the Hunger Games, which is funny in and of itself. But we had this idea, you know, Katniss Everdeen, the great archer, we were like, we're going to get him an archery set. And it was like a fun, amazing gift. He opened it on Christmas morning. He obviously had no idea that he was going to be given an archery set as a grown adult man. But we did, and it was so fun. And that whole week between Christmas and New Year's, we set it up in the yard. We played archery. It was so much fun. I do not think we've taken it out of the garage since then. And this was year, this was when the Hunger Games first came out, so years ago. So I'm trying to figure out how to strike that balance of like, okay, how do I get you something that's really fun and going to have a really great moment, but that you're not going to just sort of forget about and it becomes just more shit for you to house in your apartment or whatever that space may be. So I'm trying to figure out the right way to, if I'm gifting someone something, how do I have one piece of that gift that is truly something I think they will actually use and like and love? And then how do I add a smaller element to that gift that might be a little bit useless? So do I get them a sweater that really feels like them, that uses the color palette that they like to dress in or is a brand that I know they love or something like that, something that I know they're going to wear? And then 
an ornament for their tree that if they're obsessed with hot sauce, it's a hot sauce ornament. So something like that. So finding ways to have a little bit of that super personal touch, a gift that only makes sense to give to that person, not just something that you could re-gift at your next white elephant, but then also something that they're actually going to want. And with that, I'm trying to become better at telling people, here's a list of things that I actually want, but hoping that they know that I would like a little bit of surprise too, because that's also part of the fun of gift giving. There are so few moments of surprise and magic in an adult life. And <laughs> that sounded very dark. I don't mean it like that, but I think as a kid, there's so much surprise in your life from Christmas morning to, or your birthday or whatever it is when you're getting a gift and you really have no idea what that gift is going to be. Even if you've said for every week, if you are Ralphie in a Christmas story and you've wanted a Red Rider BB gun, whatever that is, and you've said that every day, when you open it under the tree, there's still that moment of, oh my God, I really got it. As an adult, there's far less moments of that. And especially if you're like, I really want this J. Crew sweater. And then on Christmas morning, you open that J. Crew sweater that you sent a link to. It just, it, to me, some of that magic of the holiday and the idea of a season of, of gift giving goes away from that. I also know that this is a very specific, this is my opinion, this is not a fact, this is not true statements about gift giving. This is how I feel about gift giving as someone who takes a lot of pride in putting putting those pieces and that thought together. Um, I think there are plenty of people who prefer to just get what they want. So that's just a different way to go about the holiday season, just not the way that I like to go about it. And because of that, sometimes I find that all of the sales that we go through from Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, Travel Tuesday, whatever it is, if you're not tracking a specific item, I find those sales really overwhelming because I feel so much, and this is obviously what they're trying to do to make it so that you buy things, but I feel so much pressure to buy when something is on sale. So if you know you're going to get someone something specific and you're tracking it, and then when it goes on sale, you buy it, that's great. But if you're waiting for inspiration, that can be really hard when you're also trying to time, I need to buy this today or tomorrow in order to get it at a price that is more affordable or whatever that might be. There was something, and I don't really do it as much living in New York, but I used to love going, again, with my mom, to stores like a TJ Maxx or um, like any kind of sort of curated gift shop where they have a random assortment of things. And so I loved TJ Maxx because your girl loves a deal. I love a sale. So that was a big part of it. But also around the holidays, they put out these giant tables and they just have gifts. And sometimes it'll be like gifts for the techie or like gifts for the fashionista or whatever it might be. But sometimes it's literally just like gifts. And it's that kind of like stocking stuffer and extra gift. And it's one of those things where you don't know it until you see it. And suddenly you're like, oh my God, I have to get that for Pat. Or, oh my God, I have to get that for my dad. He walks the dog and he can't take his gloves off when he needs to call us or his hands, whatever. I'm going to get him touchscreen gloves. Whatever that might be, those sort of moments of divine interven intervention, inspiration, 
you lose that in online shopping. Duh. Again, this is pretty obvious stuff, but I think online shopping works really well and really effectively if you have a very clear list in your head of I'm getting this for this person and this for this person. But I really miss walking around a store and letting a gift sort of speak to me, come out of the woodwork and just be like, hey, I'm the perfect gift. And I heard someone say this once. Oh, actually, when I did my episode of this show about New York City, I asked all of you guys to share with me your hottest New York take. Somebody shared that New York is not the best city for shopping. And at first I was like, this person's out of their mind. Of course, it's like the shopping capital of the universe. But I realized I actually kind of agree with them because everything is these really big chain stores. Like you don't have as many curated boutiques or shops that specialize in unexpected craftsmanship kind of things. And they're obvious, they're spread out. It's not like you go into a small town's main town and there's five boutiques and you're going to get something in one of those boutiques. So that's something I miss a lot about living in New York. I feel like ever since I've moved here, I haven't done my Christmas shopping in that same way of just letting the store inspire me. And it's a lot more research. And I spend hours sometimes days researching the right gift for someone because one, I'm cripplingly indecisive, but two, I want to ensure that I'm getting the right thing. And it's just harder to do online, especially when you feel the pressure of the sale. So all of this to say, gift giving is something that's really special to me. And I think paying attention to people is the best way to gift really good gifts. Another thing, another just like tip that I have found is don't wait until the holiday season or the month before that person's birthday or graduation or whatever. If you're close with someone, so a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a fiance, a spouse, a parent, a sibling, someone that you know you're going to be buying gifts for on repeat until the end of time, have a list in your phone, just a running list of gifts for a pet or gifts for mom, whatever that might be. And whenever they mention something, whenever they say, oh, I really would like to do X sort of off the cuff. Like last year for Christmas, I got Pat um, a pottery class. And the only reason I did that is because like one day he was like, yeah, I did pottery in high school and I really liked it. I thought it was really fun. And he like kind of off the cuff, just sort of without really thinking about it, was like, yeah, I'd like to do something artistic with my hands again. And I was like, all right, noted, that's a gift. And it was months before his birthday, but I was, or Christmas. And I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna write it down. And then when the holiday came, I went to this list and I had a bunch of ideas about things that I had heard him mention that he liked, or I had we had talked about and I thought, oh, this could be a good gift. Or I had just come across, again, letting this place speak to you when you go shopping, if something jumps out at you and it's like, oh my God, my mom would love this. You could buy it, even if it's not the holiday season and you could do a just because gift or as long as it's not perishable, just keep it in your closet until the holiday. So I think the best way to give gifts is to be doing it 365 days a year, just be paying attention to take note of what the people around you really love. 
and then to find unexpected ways to bring the things they love into gifts that they will actually use and engage with. So, uh, you know, like a pottery class was a prime example. It was something we could do together. It pulled on something I knew about him that I don't think you would know just from looking at him. It showed that I had been listening, that I had cared, that I wanted to do this thing with him. Whatever. I just think that there are ways to pay attention to people and and think about it in terms of gifting. And the last thing I'll say on this is that as someone who really loves giving gifts, sometimes I, I can worry because I overthink everything that it's a superficial thing to like to do. And I think that's because there's so much, you know, consumerism and how much money are you spending? And, and there's a lot of it that is a bit superficial. But I think if you get to the core of gift giving and this idea of I, this made me think of you, which is what a gift is in some ways. And if it doesn't feel like a chore and if it doesn't feel like I'm just showing you that I love you by spending money on you, but instead feels like I'm showing you that I love you by putting in the time and effort to come up with a physical thing that or an experience or something that I can gift to you to show that love in a different way than I do on a day-to-day basis. This is a special way for me to show you that I care about you. Then, then it feels perhaps a little less superficial, at least to me. And maybe it doesn't feel superficial to anyone else. And I'm just too in my head, but I'm really excited to be getting gifts for people um, in the next month and i'm sure i will keep doing it up until december 24th because it's so much fun yeah so that's gift giving i'll see you next week